0: jessica libor and i am an artist educator and curator if you're an artist who wants to create an amazing and fulfilling career in life this podcast is for you i'll be sharing inspiration that has worked for me and art world insights and tips my goal for this podcast is to help you feel in control of your art career and empowered to be the best artist that you can be Hello my friends, I hope you're having a wonderful week. I am so excited to be talking to you again and um, today I wanted to talk to you about the idea of non-attachment and I think this concept is misunderstood a lot so I wanted to talk about how you can use non-attachment to give you a better quality of life and a sense of peace as you reach towards your artistic goals and you're striving towards them. So in your art career, you may have been inspired to set certain goals, like for instance, you know, make 10 paintings by a certain time or be published in a certain magazine, or you could win a prize or a grant or work with a certain gallery or art fair, or your goal could be even monetary. So you want to make a certain amount of money with your art every single month. And those are great goals. You know what your goals are and they are specific to you. And goals are great in that they can motivate you to reach greater heights and to put a good kind of pressure on you to perform at a level you might not have ever known was possible for yourself. So I'm a big fan of goals. I'm a big fan of aggressive, exciting, inspired goal setting that's like time bound and that really gets you going and getting, making a plan to get there. So goals and plans turn wishes into possibilities that then become realities once you step into doing the process and the work. And they help you get out of bed in the morning with purpose and give you a healthy sense of, di- of direction and accomplishment. And we are meant to do great things and it feels good to stretch to our fullest height to set parameters for ourselves like we are getting up at a certain time or we are completing a painting by a certain deadline. They can really increase your sense of self-trust and self-esteem. So I think goals are great. They're awesome. So how does the practice of non-attachment fit into this? So the basic premise of non-attachment is that you don't let external things define or own you. This can include where you live, where you work, the people you spend time with, how much you own, or your accomplishments. So for the purpose of this podcast, we will be focusing on non-attachment as it relates to goal setting within your artistic career. Um, Non-attachment can be applied to basically anything in your life, Um, you know, to possessions, relationships, memories, um, monetary, anything. But we are just talking about goal setting in your artistic career here. So non-attachment is not about floating through the world, avoiding responsibility and trying to avoid caring about anything. That's actually not healthy and it's more about trying to shield yourself from any hurt by not letting anything matter to you and numbing yourself out. So that's not what we um, what we want to do with uh, non-attachment. So that's not what the heart of non-attachment is actually talking about. So the way to think about non-attachment is to think about your goals as a tool. So the goals you set help you rise to a level that is equal with that goal. You are using the goal as a catalyst to help you raise your production level, artistic experience, or as a locus where you can focus your energies and create something really special. But the thing to watch out for is equating your worthiness with achieving that goal. So think of how sad it is, for instance, when somebody loses a competition and it just completely defeats their spirit. And they, you know, you know, this happens to athletes a lot, actually, they, they go for this big thing and then they lose. And then sometimes those people just never try again. And it really defeats their spirit. And this means that winning the competition meant more to them than just a title or a prize it had become attached to their sense of worth. So when you attach anything to your sense of worth, like making a certain amount of money, working with a certain gallery, or winning a competition, then the stakes are incredibly high for you because your entire sense of self is on the line if that thing doesn't happen for you. So subconsciously, you think that you aren't worthy or there's something wrong with you if you don't win. Often, this is what drives super successful people, is the desire to feel worthy by accumulating wealth, success, or acclaim. But this isn't the healthiest way to do this, and there is a better way to attract all those things without the anxiety of your self-worth on the line. So the better way of going after your goals and achieving your artistic dreams is to first know that you are already worthy. Simply because you are born and you are alive and you exist, no matter what the circumstances that brought you into this world, you are meant to be here and you are allowed to take up space. You don't have to do anything or create anything specifically to be worthy of existing and of being loved. That is the first step to releasing a tight grip on attachments is knowing that you are already enough. Um, and the second step is to choose your goals by what your soul and personality is inspired by. So don't let your goals be the product of other people's choices or even what's like popular within your, your niche in your art career, but let the things that spark your imagination be the catalyst for your goal. And this can be, you know, even creating a goal that has never existed for anyone before. You could be creating a whole new genre within the art world. Um, So so really just follow your interests, follow your desires for creating your goal and choose a goal that feels exciting and challenging for you. And then the third step is to use this goal as a symbol, an energetic marker of where you would like to be to level up your art game to. So release the attachment of winning the opportunity, getting in the magazine, etc. Your goal is not to get the thing but rather to become the kind of person whose work is aligned with winning that opportunity. So that way, even if you don't get the form of the prize or the form of working with one specific gallery, you have already become the essence that you are striving to be. Um, So it's about releasing the attachment to say, work with one specific gallery and saying, I want to work Instead saying, you know, that desire is actually just to work at a very highly professional level and be recognized for that in a venue that puts a lot of honor on my work. So even if that particular gallery rejects your work for whatever reason, um, you know, something, if you're working at that level and you are truly up leveling yourself to that level, then there will be other opportunities that might even be a better fit for you but they will equal the essence of what you were searching for by working with that gallery. So, um, yes, release the attachment of winning the opportunity, getting in the magazine, etc. Specifically, so your goal is not to get the thing, but rather to become the kind of person whose work is aligned with winning that opportunity. That way, even if you don't get the form of the prize, you have become the essence of what you are striving to be. And let's say you entered a competition where you had to make 10 of your best paintings and you made these paintings and stretched beyond what you thought you were capable of and created the best work you've ever made. And let's say you lost the competition to somebody else. Somebody else won. But did you really lose if you created your best work and up-leveled your vibe to a whole new level and are left with amazing new work that you can share through other opportunities? Then you, you totally won this reminds me of the time that I did a fitness competition. I'm not typically, you know, I'm not like a fitness guru or anything like that, but you know, it was winter and I just felt like it was a fun thing to do. And so for three months, I followed this program and I worked out six days a week. I was very careful with my diet, lots of fruits, veggies, and protein, no sugar, and I entered this competition for a cash prize. And you had to take like before and after pictures and write an essay and, you know, measure your body fat. And I mean, my body did change a lot, but I did not win. But it actually didn't really matter to me at the end of that time period because I had already won with the person I'd become because I you know, had become so much more dedicated with those regular workouts and getting up super early and also how healthy my body had become. I was much more active and healthy and I just felt better and even if I didn't win, I had become the kind of person who could win. So um, in my mind, I didn't lose. I'm still really proud of the fact that I even like competed in that. So When you think like this, I promise you that even if you don't achieve a specific goal, if you truly uplevel your efforts to match that opportunity, another opportunity will come by and be attracted to what you are doing that is an even better match for you. So use your goals, but let go of the attachment that you have to reach them very specifically or else you are not worthy just know that you are already worthy and you're using the goal as a way to get clear on where you want to go and create from the mindset of being a gift to the world if you create from the mindset of a gift of doing your absolute and passionate best and carrying your deepest and releasing that into the world then you can be certain that if it didn't work out it was because of things beyond your control And you can practice non-attachment for those things outside of your control, which makes your life a whole lot more peaceful. Another way to create more flow and peace within your goal setting is to stop resisting the way things are. As they say, let July be July and let August be August. When we force things, we are trying to pry open a flower bud before it opens and we destroy the process. When we accept the way things are outside of ourselves, we are able to focus on what we can control, which is ourselves. A great example of this is the pandemic we're going through right now. So there's only so much one person can do to try and keep the world healthy. And it becomes very upsetting if we try to control that. We feel a sense of frantic frustration and overwhelm. But if we accept that this is what's happening in the world right now, then we are able to concentrate on the things that we can do, like keep our immune systems high, practice social distancing, wear a mask, etc. And also ask, what what can you be doing during this time in relative isolation? Think of it um, as an opportunity to create something in your work more deeply or more creatively than ever before. Another example is in building a painting. So in oil painting, there is the saying fat over lean, which is to say that the leaner materials like lavender spike oil or turpentine go beneath the heavier layers mixed with oil like walnut oil or linseed oil. But let's say we don't want to wait between each layer. What if we tried glazing on paint that hadn't yet dried, then we would totally mess up what was happening. The solution would be to let each layer dry in the time that it needs and build up on it, accept it for what it is and stop resisting the way things are. Another way to think of this is to start where you are. So many times we compare ourselves to other people and think we should be further along so we've rushed to get a big goal completed. Whereas if we fully allowed ourselves to be where we are and embraced that, then we could make decisions from there that are more measured and more aligned with the kind of life that you want to lead. The last way to practice non-attachment is to think of it as operating in the world without tying everything back to ourselves. This can especially relate to art because our creations are so a part of who we are They are directly from our imagination and thus it feels very personal. So it's easy when we are rejected from something to take it very personally when in reality the issue is that we need to have enough love and approval for ourselves that even when someone rejects us, our work and our work, it just, it doesn't phase us because we love and respect ourselves and our work so much and we feel, um, confident in that and we know it's worth so it doesn't really matter if someone doesn't agree with that so because that decision of you not winning for instance may have everything to do with things outside your control like a curator's personal tastes personal relationships with other artists or a preference for subject matter this is where we can practice non-attachment and realize that not everything is about us and that is a good thing The idea of not trying to tie everything back to ourselves is helpful in creating good work as well. If we lose the idea of the ego when we create, and simply create from a sincere desire to make something amazing as a gift of beauty to the world, then it becomes about something higher than ourselves. Our art we create becomes a gift to humanity, an offering to the world, and is thus elevated as we create it to be more than something that reflects just our own abilities, it actually becomes a sacred duty to the world. And because of that, you'll automatically have a higher standard of what you make. So I hope that this helps as you create and as you continue to make new goals and work towards them in your artistic career. So let me know what you think of it in the comments and I'd so appreciate you rating and reviewing this podcast i have been reading your reviews and I just so appreciate it and um yeah this is i I think this is a really important concept because you know the art career an artist's career is built incrementally on a series of accomplishments and it's not so much about like you just go and get a job as an artist um you get you have to build it, and it's this slow accumulation of all your accomplishments, right so um the idea of untying your self worth from specific accomplishments, I think is really important, and instead to focus on things like um, you know, I want to be someone who works at their highest level at all times, or I want to be someone who spreads joy to the world, having those concepts in mind instead of like. I need to win this specific prize in order to be okay. It's just a very different um, viewpoint. One is more service-based and then the other one is more like, I need this to be okay, which is um, much more grasping and like like you need it in order to be okay. So um, I just urge you to release that grasp and think instead um, of what you are offering to the world and think of an open hand instead of something that's clenched and trying to get something so um yeah let me know what you think in the comments and yeah i can't wait to hear from you guys and as far as news goes i have started creating a new body of work for a show that i'm planning for in the spring called wild love and i'm super excited for it and i had it all planned out as far as the models and the subject matter And I have not been this excited about something for a while. I started the first painting um, yesterday, actually. And the Era Contemporary show is still up. The new Pre-Raphaelites. Over 80 artworks. Um, We just sold another piece this week. So you can browse all the work and even watch the replay of the live exhibition at the website www.eracontemporary.com. And I will put the link in the show notes. And then lastly, I am giving a free training to artists next week about how to go from uninspired to feeling like an artistic genius. And if you would like to get in on that, just go to the Instagram at Visionary Artist Salon or to the link in bio www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com and you can sign up there. So that is all I have for you this week. And I am sending you lots of light, love, and creativity, and I hope you have an thank amazing you so week, much and for I will listening talk to you guys soon. If you enjoyed listening, it would mean so much to me if you would give it a five-star rating. In fact, if you screenshot your rating and send it to me on Instagram at Visionary Artist Salon or at Jessica Libor Studio, I will give you a shout out as a thank you. I also wanted to let you know that I've created a gift for you from my heart that I am so excited to share with you. It is a free guide called 30 Days to 3K, the definitive guide to authentically increase your art sales. In this 15-page guide, I share how I've created amazing results in selling my art online while retaining the worth of my art and feeling authentic. I'm sharing the process that has worked to get the results for me. All you have to do to get it is go to my coaching website, www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com and enter your email and it will be delivered right to your inbox. I hope it brings you so much value and let me know how it works for you. For those of you who are ready to really transform your art career from the inside out to experience more abundance, creativity and success, I encourage you to consider my completely personalized coaching program, the Artist Soul Mastery program. In this one-on-one coaching program, my mission is to empower you to become the artist you've always dreamed of being by helping you remove internal blocks and step into the powerful and worthy artist that you are meant to be. For a limited time, I'm doing free 30-minute explore calls to find out if this would be the right fit for you. To apply for a call, visit the coaching website at www.thevisionaryartistsalon.com or shoot me a DM at visionaryartistsalon. I'm here to chat. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you soon. Remember that you are already worthy, and everything you make is an expression of your unique spirit. Now go forth.